plain and simple. I just like to create this illusion for people that, you know, don't realize that that's just a piece of Luan. That's what I like. I'm Jason Edwards. I'm a scenic charge artist. A scenic charge artist is somebody who uh, takes uh, drawings and renderings and elevations from a, a scene designer and will basically make it really happen. It could be anything from just doing a simple whitewash or a wet blending of two colors, or it could be something highly detailed where you're doing a full drop that is usually the thing that people will act in front of or, or a set. Um, sometimes we'll also will paint props. This laying is like, you know, scenic artist, um, painter, artist, you know, paint guy, the one with all the messy clothes. I also like to think that sometimes we're the third string quarterback of a scene design when a designer and their assistant isn't around and there's some kind of aesthetic question that, you know, they, I have to answer just for their sake. I've always liked drawing and painting. I always enjoyed doing that. And I went to an art high school and that was kind of my first exposures of that until one day they needed somebody to paint something for guys and dolls for high school. And that really was what the, awoken the beast, so to speak. And I just started to just fall in love with scene painting and started pursuing a, a path in that direction. When I went to college, I went to North Carolina School of the Arts. So I went to another art school. So uh, in that school, they have a scenic art program that's just, that's all you do. You eat, sleep, and breathe scenic art, you know, and drawing and doing more drawing and more painting and more painting. It's just because of that experience, it, it basically, I'm, I guess we're here right now, I'm a charge artist for Woolly Mammoth. I've been here for two years now. In terms of a, a scenic charge artist, or as a art, scenic artist, you basically will paint everything known to man. I've painted carpet, I've painted plexiglass, and I've painted shower curtains. You know, because it's, especially with theater, and one of the reasons why I'm kind of drawn to it is you work with all these different materials that are kind of everyday materials, but you reuse it for something else that you wouldn't even thought of. Here I might, you know, end up using Formicolite to make um, shingles or painting, you know, plexiglass to make it look like it's you know, a hockey ring ice, so. With theater, with the scenic, you, um, you have to keep in mind that you have people out there in the audience, and they have wandering eyes, you know. So they start looking around and go, oh, look at that. That looks like raw wood. If you have a balcony like we have here, uh, you know, have to make sure the tops of stuff are painted, you know. Um, then you have to also worry about sight lines and doors, you know, does stuff need to be black or does it need to be this, that, and the other. You usually, I usually ask every designer a simple question, do I need to follow this literally or not? And they basically will say yes or no. Um, with this set, for an example, the designer uh, kept talking about stained and pickled wood. And go, okay, so uh, you go in there, okay, what colors would you like it? You go back and forth about that kind of stuff, and I start doing samples. And then I start doing the samples to figure out, okay, how much white, how much more water, less water, you know, or this, that, and the other. I kind of think of all the science of it, you know, how much is the wood going to absorb? With the walls on this particular show, when I did water first, and then basically, as the wood was still wet, and then I added, uh, paint to it in a very washy paint and or, or glazy paint and then uh, then use my big brush the broom and just kind of even it all out and if you can uh, if you see it kind of gets dark at top and then kind of stops a little fades and so the dark kind of helps you consciously or subconsciously kind of keep your eyes back down to what's going on on the stage I'm pretty much um, you know always have to think outside the box I pretty much I just live outside the box my you know, sleeping bags right next to it 
Um, the the thing is, is that you know, for each project, there is something unique that you have to just simply figure it out, and it is simple by trial and error. Um, the one thing that I did learn in school is about the trial and error. You just do samples, samples, and samples, you know, and you figure out what's going to work, what's not going to work. So you kind of are able to narrow it down. The more you stay in, you know, the more you do it. But if you're just starting out in the beginning, you wouldn't know what to do. You just have to do samples, and you just have to learn just by trial and error, and that's. I, I stumbled on a kind of these crazy little ideas, you know. Uh, yeah, this was Boom, and uh, Tom, the designer, he when he came in, uh, he pretty much handed us um, prints, blueprints, and uh, a model. His research was simply, he's like, look around Wooly, uh, you've got a lot of concrete. If you need, you know, reference, just look at the concrete you have. So that's what I did. So if you look closely, you could see that uh, the walls are all center block, and this was the, the sample that I did. Um, this is what I was talking about uh, with the 3 8 tape, with the masking tape. And you just put a uh, joint compound on top of that, then peeled up the tape and created that illusion. And uh, it, a lot of people bought it. What would make a good scenic painter, in my opinion, is just basically the, just the brush control. Uh, um, not afraid to draw, just just draw, 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 and mixing color. If you know, um, if you can mix color like nobody's business, you know, being able to mix color with ease, just knowing and mastering a color wheel, basically. Uh, one of the reasons why I enjoy working for Woolly Mammoth is is because of some of the play choices they have. We I work with so many different designers, and they're always zany, and they always want to try to do something new and different, and I, I'm all for it. And and they're willing to do that, and we're willing to try that, and we're trying to go as far as we can, of course, on a budget. But, you know, that's what the beauty of it is, too, is since, the, you know, we may not have these astronomical budgets, you know, you have to work with what we have, and that's really the fun part. It's like, well, how much for Meculite can I get for doing over 3,000 square feet? You know, that kind of stuff. That's also a challenge, too, and uh, I enjoy that. Once everything is up and running, that opening night, uh, it, it's basically... Uh, relaxation, you know, and, and I, I try not to get, uh, I, don't, I don't know how I can get theater reaction, or I mean, a, a audience reaction. I'm not going to go up to an audience and say, so what do you think of this piece of wood? Ah, yeah. No, I, I don't really do that. Uh, I, I do feel like that if when you see, and I see a standing ovation at the end of the night for that performance, uh, it's like, okay, I did my part, you know, in helping tell the story that, you know, that it make, that makes me feel like I did a good job.